You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 25, How Bright Is Your Hope? Today's episode is all about hope, a virtue that I feel is absolutely vital to your happiness and success in life. I have found that whatever level of hope I have, there is always a direct correlation to my own sense of well-being. This is not by accident. When hope is high, your own feelings will reflect this. When hope is low, you'll feel the effects of this as well. My goal today is to help you take a measurement of your current level of hope, and most importantly, give some ideas on how to raise it up and keep it up. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's on Amazon, it's under $10, and it is filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you again to everyone who has shared this podcast or left a review. Even though I'm not active on social media, I know many of you share this podcast, and I would love to thank you live here on the podcast for those shares. Last week's episode of Holding Space was shared by so many of you that the average downloads of my podcast tripled. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to share with your friends. It is the best way to show support and gratitude if these episodes help you in any way. Today's review of the week comes from So Tired of It Crashing. (laughs) That is quite a name, my friend. (laughs) She says, I'm sitting here with my three babies, ages two, six, and eight and your words captivated us. At the beginning of me listening to this podcast, there was all kinds of low energy in our home, stomping, screaming, gnashing of teeth, if you will. And slowly, one at a time, each angry child came in and laid on the bed listening to your words. And now here, at the end of your beautiful words, we lay quiet, thoughtful, and filled with love. Thank you for teaching me to hold the space when I normally would have lashed out at my kids. I have subscribed to your channel and look forward to listening to more of your thoughts and messages. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for sharing your experience in such vivid detail. I am so proud of you for holding the space for your kids. This is amazing. I think you describe an everyday moment we can all relate to and you reveal that there's so much more possibility in these moments than we normally may allow to unfold. Magical things happen when we hold the space for them to occur. So thank you so much for sharing your experience. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings, your reviews, sharing this on social media, this is what makes this podcast possible. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and sharing. So let's talk about hope. In Moroni chapter seven, we read this simple question. And what is it ye shall hope for? And what is it ye shall hope for? What do you hope for? Now you would think that this would be a really easy question to answer. You would think that most people would know exactly what they hoped for, that they could easily describe their dreams, their goals, their aspirations, their hopes. Unfortunately, I have found that this is not the case at all. For many people, the answer is surprisingly vague. 
And I want to suggest to you right now that the most important indicator of how high or how low your level of hope is can be found in how well you can describe it or see it. If hope were an actual picture in your mind, which by the way, I believe it is, <laughs> then your level of hope would be how well you can see or describe that picture. What are the details? I have found that my level of hope is often revealed in the language I use when I pray or in the way that I talk about my life to other people. If my words are focused on what I don't want, words like, please help me not feel this. <laughs> please help this thing to go away. Please help me make it through this day. I just need to get through this. Or please help grandma to not be sick anymore. It can even be reflective of other people and things in their life. If these phrases and thoughts are present, I know my hope is low because all I can see is what is here in front of me. My hope only goes as far as wanting things to be different, but I don't even know what different actually means. <laughs> in other words, I only know what it's not. Some seasons in my life that have reflected this could be phrases like, I hope someday my child won't wake up several times through the night, or I hope someday I won't be broke and run out of money at the end of every month, or I hope someday I won't be overweight anymore, or I hope someday I won't have to yell at my kids to get them to listen, or I hope someday I won't be so tired and anxious all the time. As you can see, these phrases, though they use the word hope, they're actually focused on what I don't want. My hope is low. All I know is that I don't want something. Now, the first step to raising your level of hope is to flip things to the positive future outcome. So if we're taking those same examples I just gave, I could say, I hope someday I will sleep through the night. I hope someday to have a disposable income. I hope someday to be fit and healthy. I hope someday to speak kindly to my children, even when it's hard. I hope someday to be calm and full of energy. It may seem like a small and in insignificant change, but just saying those positive phrases, it holds a different energy. It has a flicker of hope. <laughs> Why? Because the picture in my mind changed. I now see my child sleeping through the night and I see myself getting a full night's sleep. I now see myself with money and savings and the ability to cover my needs with more to spare. I now see myself fit and healthy and full of energy. I now see myself being calm and patiently teaching my children. I now see myself being present and managing the tasks of the day well. The first phrases, they only saw a picture of what I didn't want. The second phrases get more clear on a picture of what I really do hope for. It's my belief that hope is a picture. Hope is vision. Hope is the picture in your mind. And are you ready for this? <laughs> hope is the spiritual creation of what it is you want in your life. All things must be created spiritually before they are created physically. This is the pattern of creation that God himself uses. He tells us in Moses chapter three, verse five, for I, the Lord God, created all things of which I have spoken spiritually 
before they were naturally upon the face of the earth. We don't build a house until we create it spiritually first. We draw up a blueprint. We create a picture before we create it physically. Our lives are exactly the same. We are creators and hope is our blueprint. I'm going to say that again. It's so important. We are creators and hope is our blueprint. Our hope is the picture of what we want to create. We must have hope for our relationships. What do we want them to look like? We must have hope for ourselves. What do we want our life to look like? We must have hope for our life's mission. What do we want it to look like? What is the picture? How well can you describe it? Can you imagine for a moment, let's take this image of the house and blueprints. Can you imagine building a house off of blueprints that lacked detail? What if the blueprint was just the word house written on a page? You wouldn't even know where to start. What if the blueprint wasn't drawn to scale? How accurate would you be able to create that in physical world? <laughs> what if the blueprint was just an outline of a shape? Or what if the blueprint was drawn to scale and contained every window, door, and inch by inch measurement of what could be? Your hope is the blueprint. Your hope is your spiritual creation of everything in your life. So what do you do if you realize that your hope may have been a little lower than you expected? What if you aren't super clear on what that picture looks like? Happy news! I have a tool that will brighten up your hope instantly. One of my favorite tools to increase hope is one that I talk about in my book, Living in Your True Identity. The tool is called vision journaling. You could even call it hope journaling. In essence, you write a journal entry in present tense of what it is you hope for. You bring it into the present moment as if it has already happened. You describe it in detail. What does it look like, feel like, sound like, taste like, smell like? Can you imagine how this could transform a struggling marriage, a struggling relationship, a struggling dream or endeavor that you are undertaking? Discouragement dampens hope. So you must have something that will stoke that hope into something brighter. I've used vision or hope journaling for big things all the way to very small, tiny things. I used it when we were trying to sell our house, when my husband was looking for a job. I've also used it for improving relationships in day-to-day -day parenting moments. There is nothing too big and there is nothing too small. In fact, <laughs> One of the small things I've recently vision journaled on has been homework time after school. <laughs> My nine-year-old son has homework every day, and like most kids, he's not all that excited about getting it done. He's just been at school all day, and he doesn't feel like sitting yet again to do schoolwork. This time of day has been a struggle in our relationship. We'd both get frustrated, and it would be a dreaded time every day. Instead of wishing that, this time of day wasn't so awful, which remember is a sign of low hope. I opted to turn it around and increase my hope by creating a better picture. So I wrote a journal entry and I titled it happy homework time. I described what I hoped for in present tense. This is what I wrote. I'm so grateful that homework time is happy time. I have found that preparing the environment helps so much. 
I make Buddy a snack while he starts his work and I give him lots of praise for his cooperation. I turn on calming music and I diffuse some oils and I'm always willing to answer his questions and help him with his math. I am present during happy homework time and I leave my phone in the office so I can focus on him and focus on preparing dinner. I'm so grateful that this time is calm and happy. Okay, friends, this is super simple, (laughs) but because it's in the present tense, it feels as if it has already happened. It feels like I've already experienced it because I'm describing feelings and senses and details. The hope feels bright. The picture is vivid and clear. So has it worked? (laughs) Holy smokes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Funny how much of the dread of homework time had to do with me. (laughs) In fact, it unfortunately worked so well that he was coming home with lots more homework. And I asked him why he hadn't made progress on his math homework at school. And he said, oh, I thought you really liked doing homework with me. So I thought I'd save it for homework time. (laughs) You can be sure I immediately taught the importance of using school time to make progress on the day's assignment. But truth be told, this tool of increasing hope never ceases to amaze me. There is power in hope. There is power in creating things spiritually first. Vision journaling is a really fast way to put a smile on your face. If your hope is low, if you are feeling discouraged, (laughs) trust me on this. Take five minutes to do a vision journal entry. Create a new vivid picture of what it is that you do want and speak of it in the present tense. I promise you that you will experience a shift in how you feel. Why? Because your picture in your mind changed and it just got a lot brighter and more vivid and more detailed. Hope is how you see. Hope is the picture. We are creators and hope is our blueprint. It's no wonder so many scriptures describe hope with words like brightness. The brighter the light, the better you see. And the better you see, the better you create. So what do you do with this new picture once you have it? Why? You nourish it. That's where faith comes in. You show up every day and you water your seed. When I first started my journey in meditation, I changed my prayers to become more visual. And instead of just using words, I began to use pictures too. I learned to take these pictures of what it was I hoped for and to practice seeing it in meditation. It became a wonderful sacred time to create things spiritually with God. And I have to say, I've never had a boring prayer since. (laughs) This daily practice of meditation is my way of watering my seed of faith. I take my hope, my picture, and with my faith showing up to water my seed, over time I begin to see amazing things grow in my physical world too. If you'd like to experience more hope in your life, if you're curious and you're drawn to this idea of meditative prayer and what it could do for your life, I invite you to join me in my Christian meditation 40-day challenge. Right now I'm offering each student a buddy pass so a friend can join you for free. Two people can be filled with hope instead of just one. This course is a journey in meditative prayer. It's not focusing on a meditative style of emptying your mind to think of nothing, though that can absolutely be useful too. Instead, it's a journey in meditative prayer. 
This is the last time I'm offering this course until later this year, and I would love for you to join us. If this is calling to you, register at the link in the show notes or on my website at brooksnow.com. So how bright is your hope? Imagine your life in vivid detail of what it is you hope for and look forward with faith. Thank you so much for listening.